What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the TKL Podcast. I'm Delilah. My co host, Chelsea. Um, Follow us on Twitter at Bye Bye Delilah with two H's and Chelsea Omechi. And the TKO Podcast, where we just bullshit and keep you updated on the stupid things that we think sometimes. And ask the most random questions. <laughs> it's fun, okay? Interact with us. us. Yeah, bother us a little bit. <laughs> Please. What is going on? Nothing. Happy Easter, if you celebrate Easter. Yes, or Passover, if you celebrate that. Um, yeah. what what day are we on of quarantine or self isolation? Like three hundred and sixty five. <laughs> I feel like it's been a thousand days. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's just oh man, and it's not getting better. No. Ugh. Nothing and- is making any of this better. The news is getting worse. The weather is nicer. But people on the internet worse. are acting dumber that's literally all that's happening not even shocked that dumb people are coming out of the woodworks here like roaches Ugh. can you all just maybe not scatter i don't want to know that you're all ghosts in different corners of my house so just stay a cluster i don't know but you gotta do something maybe go outside and relax a little lose some of your roachy qualities yeah, really. My only positive during this thing, I ordered biker shorts <laughs> from, from Larry. Mm. From Airy. I love They're Aerie. definitely the most comfortable biker shorts I've ever had in my life. I got the le- leopard print or cheetah print, one of those. Amazing. Their underwear in general is really comfortable. Yeah, like, I got their, um, the bralettes, the, Yes. I got one. It's they're so awesome. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> airy. Um. So, what are we talking about this week? We should start with mania because I feel like that is. You can skip through this if you don't want to listen to us talk about WrestleMania Part Two. Yes. Uh, I didn't watch much of it, but there were. I feel like there were more highlights on Part Two than there were on Part One. Yeah, I think day one only had like Undertaker and AJ Styles. That was like the big to do. Yeah. On day one. Um, day two was definitely better. Uh, the Firefly Funhouse to me was amazing. I loved every second of that. I was so fucking confused throughout, but I loved it. So was I. I was like, wait a minute. What is this? But then when I, but that's what I've always wanted for like Bray Wyatt. Like, he mm-hmm. he talks so much about, like, the mind games and, like, all this stuff. Like, that's how I hold, like, remember when he fought, like, Matt Hardy? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, like, on the ground or whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. there was no, like, mind fucking. And they and at WrestleMania with Randy Orton, he did another match. And it was just, like, it was just the ring filled with, like, the animated roaches or whatever. Yeah. It was just not... This is what Bray Wyatt's matches should always be. It was so I'm, amazing. Yeah, I'm happy they finally fucking took it there because, like, Jesus, yeah. it's been it's been years of like his actual character not being realized, and it's been the most frustrating thing as like a fan to watch because like it's all there. It's not like it, it's not like he didn't have these ideas or that he didn't have the ability to pull them off. You know, it's just I felt like production just they probably just didn't have a plan to like see it realized which has been frustrating because right wwe makes so much money that it's like it's not like they can't invest in these people and people have been like a really 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 big fans and supporters of bray wyatt so i don't know why it took so long but i'm happy we finally got here yeah i love it i love everything that he's doing and i know his other characters like flop when it comes to like the matches that he puts on or like whatever they give him to work with or whatever it is. And like people do call him boring and I Mm -hmm. understand where like they come from with that. But I honestly think if they just gave him the production like they did for WrestleMania and just like freaking maybe listened, I don't know. 
Um, I think he could like pull out so many of these matches and I, I would love for them all to be like that. Like I wouldn't care if even after this is over his like firefly Funhouse matches still look like that. Yeah. The thing is too, they just, I feel a lot of it is wrestlers don't get that much creative control in the WWE, not as much as like they claim that they do. Mm -hmm. And fans forget that at the end of the day, Vince is still calling the shots. And we all know if Vince doesn't want to do something, it's not happening. So I don't know. I think something finally clicked over there, or at least they decided to Maybe go they were pushed into a corner. Yeah. They finally decided to go with it for WrestleMania because, you know, this year they had to they had to f- come up with something to get people to stay interested in it while all this shit right. is going on. Um so I guess it just Yeah, I liked it. I mean it's better. I thought yeah. it should have been the main event. Yeah. Um, the main event was, was strange. Cool. I'm really over using finishers throughout matches. Like and then people yes. kicking out. I'm tired of false finishes. They It makes it near lose fall. the value of the finisher. Yeah. I don't understand why you would do so many near falls in a match that's under five minutes long. And it's an empty arena. Yeah. Like with, the, no- with the arena. Yes. Like with the arena filled, you're like, oh, reacting yeah. to it. Yeah. <laughs> but not under like five minutes. I don't care like who's there. If a match is yeah. under five minutes long, you don't need to have near that many near falls. Like for what? How is that? And how is that like, like, I feel like it's a lot of the time it's happening with Brock. Mm-hmm. Like it's like F five, F five, F five, F five, and yeah. then oh, it's over. WWE does think- these things where they back themselves mm-hmm. into a corner consistently all the time, and then fans are the ones that duke it out, and then the WWE forgets about it. So then they continuously do the same shit over and over again. Uh, it's it's annoying, but I was happy for Drew McIntyre. Like he earned that, you know. Me too. Like, they, Where was he in three man band? Yeah, they bullshitted God. him for years. Cut him and then they brought him back. Uh, I WWE is shitty sometimes, but I do understand like not wanting to wrestle on the Indies for the rest of your life. Like, yes, no one wants to do that. I don't care who you are. No one wants to go that long on the Indies wrestling. For years and years and years for a quarter of the recognition when you can be making way more in the WWE. Absolutely. For the same amount of work. So I'm always happy when guys, if they choose, end up in, you know, NXT or Raw or SmackDown. Me too. NXT is just so awesome. I love when they get the new wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I always hope, anyway. like, please don't steal this from them. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Even though they do, whatever. Um, who was next? Edge and Orton. I watched that a little bit. That was so long, though. It was the longest match of the night. It was the longest match, I think, in wrestling. Oh my god! In the entire night, that was the longest match. Yeah, it was like almost four sure. minutes long. But I also believe maybe close to like the longest match ever. <laughs> Like, I know it was long for WrestleMania, but it was definitely the longest match I've ever seen in my lifetime. It just dragged on. I was so uncomfortable throughout that I was like, you know what? I'm going to go walk my dog. And then when I came back, it was still on. (laughs) Like, right in the middle, too. It's like, you you probably walked Odin, like, in the middle of that match to Uh you, but to them, it was just the beginning. Oh, my God. It was awful. Um, I was happy that Edge won, though. Like what the fuck i didn't see that one coming um i is, is he like staying is he staying around i think he has a three-year contract i don't all i don't believe it's all like in the ring but i didn't look into it either but i'm pretty almost positive it was a three-year contract so he's gonna be around for a while blessed be the fruit god i hope that so. one i just i'm really nervous about next yeah wrestling Break your fucking neck. Apparently like his. Any- go ahead. 
like I just mean like doing anything. Like they could be like bouncing off the ropes, fall and fucking break their neck, and that like terrifies me. Well, remember Nikki Bella? She came back and then injured herself when she like speared somebody or something. Yeah. Was it Maurice or yeah. maybe one of those? She like hurt herself again. Um, his apparently Edges Twenty Four is really cool and it's super emotional. I haven't watched it yet just because I don't want to be sad, but I'm gonna watch it because it's like a feel good story type of thing. So I definitely yeah. want to see it. I have to watch that one and then 365 for Alexa. Yes, me too. I love her. Yeah. Oh, that girl has been through quite a bit. Yeah, Just really. WWE alone. Um, what else did I watch? Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Was, no sense. Was also very uncomfortable. <laughs> they were just very loud throughout. And I was like, guys, this is unnecessary. It was so inappropriately loud. It was a good, it was a good match though. The finish, I hate, I still hate it, but I, I understood why they did it. Aria Ripley is having some visa issues. Yes. So, I guess, but like, ugh. Just, ugh. I know. I know. I gotta say, um, other than that, I didn't really pay attention after that, except for the SmackDown Women's Fatal Five. Bailey won that. I'm just waiting for Sasha to turn on her. They need to stop teasing it and just fucking do it. Cause <laughs> We've been waiting for years. It's been like five years. It's going to get to a point where people are like, you know what? I don't even want to see this shit no more. Right. It's going to. And that's what somebody tweeted. I can't remember who it was, but somebody was like, I'm so tired of this being teased that I don't even care if this happens. It probably won't. So I don't care. Like, but you know what's frustrating? Is Sasha's noticeably better than all of the women that she was put in that match with. By miles. By miles. So it just, like, being a fan of Sasha is frustrating because it's like she has moments of greatness because they finally allow her to do that, but then most of the time they just use her to prop up their mediocre girls that they have on their roster. Right. Even Charlotte, they used her to get to Charlotte, like, to get Charlotte where she is at this point. And mm-hmm. that's not to say Charlotte's not great, but like, she has, she's most of her great matches have a lot to do with Sasha being in them. Yes. And in WWE, Sasha gave Asuka her best match. Like, really good women's matches in WWE have a lot to do with Sasha these days. And Bailey, bless her heart, is just, she bores me. She bores me. And I'm yeah, overseeing. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah about her that I'm like, oh, this is so cool, or oh, yeah, like, I like this heel turn, or whatever it is. I just did nothing there. Even when she was a face, and, like, everyone loved her, I wasn't huge on Bailey. Just, I don't know, there's something in her that I think is lacking, character-wise, on the program, and I just have never been into it. But the way fans turned on her when she like started winning titles was very telling <laughs> yeah like, it's just amazing how that happened but yeah speaking of wwe titles ronda fucking rousey has pissed everyone off yeah i um i don't i haven't been paying attention much this week um i've been on but not like really like looking to see what's happening what did she do? I saw that she called the fans of WWE ungrateful. Yeah. What happened after that? And then, like, you know, that became a thing. So then I think yesterday, was it? She put out some statement basically saying, like, WWE is fake fighting. And if you got into a fight every day for 300 days, you die. So she just <laughs> basically antagonized everyone. And... I really, I latched onto it because it's like, she's not wrong, but her personality is so grating that it's hard to agree with anything that she says. Isn't and, this always Rhonda's problem? Like, yes. I feel like this is what we dealt with even when she was in UFC. It's mm-hmm. like, when other workers, and I mean it like the wrestling term for worker, like for work, like when they, when all these other wrestlers and all that stuff, when they put these things out, Oh, it's fucking work. Like, whatever. She mm-hmm. is 
her personality is just so awful. <laughs> it's yeah. just so unlike bearable and like uh, it's annoying. She just always comes off the wrong way, and she does it like purposefully. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's not a work, you know. Like obviously they're going to use this in WWE programming when she comes back to TV. It's she's a heel in real life too. It's like yeah. this is this is who she is. And you know they always say there's like a part of you that you bring to your character, but Rhonda's not a character, and. I think that's what annoys me about her. It's like, because they say heels tend to be nice people in general. Like they just amplify a specific trait and use it to make themselves evil on TV. Rhonda's just fucking annoying. Like she's just irritating. And I, this, this conversation itself is annoying because MMA fans and wrestling fans butt heads on the stupidest points. And. It's not like MMA fans are sharing breaking news when they say professional wrestling is not real fighting. No one is arguing right. that it is. Yeah, like nobody's sitting there really fighting back with you saying that it's real. So all you idiots that constantly <laughs> feel the need to post it's fake, this is pretend it's scripted. Mm-hmm. Like, good for you. Like, we know it's scripted. Everybody knows. Like, they've yeah. been known. You telling them is nothing new. All you're going to do is make a little kid cry. It's just, do you... Yeah. Do you sit and tell Game of Thrones fans that there are no real fucking dragons in the show? I think the fuck not. Do you watch The Sopranos and think that, yeah, that's a real thing that's happening in real time that you were watching on HBO? The Wire? Also not real. So, like, all of these things that you enjoy on TV and you love talking about, they're not real either. So, meh. And there's such... There's a connection between professional wrestling and MMA. They're cousins, guys. You guys are watching two related things. You are. Whether you want to accept that one of them is make-believe and one of them is not has no bearing on the fact that they're very closely related. They just are. And everyone's like, oh, MMA fighters can go be professional wrestlers. That's actually not the case, really. Like, Brock has a co- collegiate wrestling background that he uses in professional wrestling more than he right. uses MMA. Mm-hmm. And Rhonda's judo is really what's helped her cross over as smoothly. She, it's not like Rhonda was known as a knockout artist in MMA anyway. Like, she wasn't a kickboxer. She wasn't a Muay Thai fighter. Like, she, her, her stand-up sucks. And as UFC fans, we've all accepted that. Like, that's a thing that we talk about. So I don't know why... MMA fans feel so emboldened to be like, she would wreck every woman on the wrestling roster. roster. Which, fair, because she probably would, but not because of MMA in particular, you know? So, right. I think everyone needs to just chill out and realize no one is proving anything. You're just arguing to argue at this point, because you're not going to change a professional wrestling fan's point you're not gonna get them to stop watching wrestling just like you're not winning any brownie points among the majority because you yell the loudest about mma being the superiors for it i don't know i don't get it i don't get the back and forth between the two that's fine if you feel like mma is better and if you feel like wrestling's better that's great for you too i don't get the constant argument i don't get the constant um trying to put the one above the other Yeah. Also, I just don't like you guys. We're on uh, our fucking phones and staring at screens a hundred times more than we usually were when life was like normal. <laughs> like, do you really need to argue about every single thing that happens? Like, it is so annoying to just get on. And it's just like constant arguing over the smallest things or like people just butting in when they didn't need to or saying things that they don't need to i don't understand how you like live in this isolated life like being Mm -hmm. angry or mad or like feverishly typing on the keyboard i don't understand that because half of you stutter when you have to ask the mcdonald's person to catch up (laughs) so i don't get i don't get the constant back and forth and the people that like just want to fight or argue mm-hmm. for shits and giggles. I don't get it. 
just mind your business. You don't like something, keep it moving. It's so frustrating to get on and you're like, all right, let's just get on Twitter to fucking um, take our mind off whatever's happening. And there's people just butting in saying like the dumbest things. Somebody tried to argue with me. God, what was it? What did I put up? Oh, I put like, I put like Andrade was going to end Rose. Mm-hmm. All this one guy, he was trying to get such a rise out of me and I just kept ignoring him. He just kept putting like pictures of like, like me taking an L for saying, mm-hmm. for making just a, like the stupidest statement. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't like Rose. I wanted Andrade to like knock her out. Like, I don't care. That's just my opinion. It's a sports opinion. And this guy was trying so hard to get a rise out of me and like typing stupid things. And, and I was like, I'm just like, you're not going to make me angry right now. Like, you're not going to even like attempt to say the dumbest thing. No, I'm just going to ignore you. I'm in isolation. If most of the time if you cross paths like most of the time too when you're in my mentions just being stupid you're gonna get dragged like it's a thing that happens like especially if you're angry nine times out of ten i'm gonna drag you so you're just making yourself angrier because like guys i promise you i do not take twitter that seriously so if you want to debate debate with your mom that's serious and the thing is is i'm gonna crack a joke and piss you off even more so don't do it to yourself just don't it's just dumb but yeah there's there's a big group of mma trolls that just get a rise out of people that way and for what i don't know if trolling is like if trolling consistently is like your twitter if that's what you use twitter for a majority of the time then more power to you but like majority of us don't care we don't care yeah nobody cares people are losing like they're in the middle of a fucking pandemic there <laughs> literally nobody cares what you have to say even when this pandemic's over nobody's gonna care you know why because they have a job they have friends they go outside they breathe fresh air nobody cares <laughs> So, like, I'm just so tired of every day getting on and somebody saying something stupid or doing something stupid just to get the attention of other people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so beyond, it's, I don't know. Maybe y'all need attention like that. I don't fucking know. I'm very annoyed. <laughs> the thing is, is, like, I'll entertain it to a point. Like, I'll go back and forth with you and I'll banter for a little bit. But, like, not to the point where it hurts my feelings. Like, I'm going to get to the point where you say something that's going to hurt my feelings. It'll be a cold day in hell before somebody on Twitter hurts my feelings. So and if that's your goal, you're a right. loser. You're and a who, loser. Who thinks they hurt feelings with, like, on Twitter? Twitter.com. Who thinks they're hurting people's feelings on Twitter.com? If you really think people take that, like, to heart, that's really sad. And if you do take it to heart, it's literally somebody typing behind a screen. That's it. Don't get hurt over fucking Twitter words. And these are anyway. These are always people who will never raise a hand to you in public anyway. So it's like they talk, they talk a big game. But like, it's weird because MMA fans, like, you watch such a violent sport where people handle their shit by throwing fists at each other. And you it's guys so decide you're going to cry online. So weird. It's so it's sensitive. So weird. It's just, I don't, whatever. I'm so over it. But that's my rant because enough, enough, enough. You're so stupid. Enough. MMA fans versus media members and fighters versus media members. Why? The I fighters think- versus the media, I don't understand because... Isn't this like kind of one hand washes the other? Mm-hmm. Like Dana's not repping you guys or putting like he's not doing anything for you guys. Like at least the media members, they're writing about the shit you do, even if it's dumb. Mm-hmm. The small like good things you do, they're doing it. So I don't understand that. Shouldn't it be um, a symbiotic relationship? Right. Like, you guys feed off of each other. I the. We have this podcast because shit is happening in the MMA world, you know? Like, we that's mm-hmm. majority of what we talk about. So if nothing is happening, we don't know what the fuck to talk about. It's the same way with journalism. Not because they didn't want a, an irresponsible event to happen. Does that mean that they're against the sport of MMA? Like, because say, say 249 actually happened and a majority of the roster got sick. 
of the people who are fighting on the card. What what does that do other than make us look dumb for one having this event and two irresponsible for putting people in danger in that way? Like yeah, fighters can do what they want with their their bodies. That's like the whole point. Like you're responsible for your fight career and and there's something very animalistic and and pure about fighting two people fighting and that's a personal choice that the two people make while in that fight but spreading a deadly virus simply because your boss has like convinced you that you have to fight in order to get paid is the most ridiculous thing i think i have battled with this week it makes no sense yeah i have nothing to say <laughs> that. Like, I agree. Like the way that they have et- attacked each other has been the most mind numbing thing I think I've seen online this week. The way people have just dug their heels in and been like, no, this event was supposed to happen. None of these fighters are getting paid now. It's the media's fault. What are you smoking? Because, first of all, it's not that serious for you to be sitting here crying about this. A ton of people are suffering. A lot of people are out of work. But this is a very, very simple case of Dana refusing to pay people who work for him. That's all it is. And him, like, making people think that this is an event that has to happen has been so strange to watch. Because it is, I no. totally agree with you. The, his, Dana White's, like, godlike ego that he thinks he like has or like whoever's like been pumping him up this way or whatever it is I I don't understand how he's like um how he's like brainwashed all these people kind of to like say like this must go on and this has to happen because this won't happen any other time. I mean, we've tried to reschedule it five other times, but this mm-hmm. next time it must happen. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. That it he's so his ego must have been put on such a fucking when they canceled that when that governor ratted him out mm-hmm. or whatever. But this is definitely Holy about crap. money. This is about the fact oh, that yeah. there is there is a number he's supposed to hit because he signed he's with so ESPN mm-hmm. and he's worried about hitting that quota. This has nothing to do with pleasing fans. This is everything to do with pre- proving that his product is profitable right now, which that's fair when you're not dealing with a fucking pandemic. Also, let's be honest, Dana White doesn't give a fuck about fans ever. He's proved that to us with everything that he's put together. Like um, it's it, beyond this pandemic. When does when has Dana White ever turned around and said this is for the fans? Even the baddest motherfucker fight, <laughs> right? Which is not for the fans. Because okay, I know I'm gonna make a couple of you mad. I really don't care. Nate Diaz is not a bad motherfucker. Like he's <laughs> not. He's not. He's not. And he he was getting his ass beat from the minute he walked into that cage to the minute the doctor saved his ass. So. I would argue that nobody in MMA is really a badass motherfucker. Nobody is. They're all, nobody. Whatever. They so, can beat our ass, beat it. But none of you are a real bad motherfucker. None of y'all are so, bad life. Like, let's put yeah, that exactly. You're not going around. Oh, never mind. Let's not argue that because it doesn't really matter. But it's true. <laughs> it's, it's just very... He's never done anything for the fans. So for people to even try to even throw that out there and say... Oh, uh, Dana was trying to take, like, you know, whatever, do whatever for us. I don't know. I, I, maybe that was like 10% of it. Yeah. But <laughs> that definitely wasn't the majority, like, that wasn't the reason he was doing that. He was going to charge y'all 65 bucks to watch that event. Yeah. So, In during the a time of when a people pandemic. It made me want to scream. You have like no idea how hard I wanted to just sit in my room and scream because the stupidity, the stupidity. It's astounding. (laughs) Yes, your entertainment would have been a byproduct of him putting this event on. But what he was after was your coin. Okay. Like, and that's fine as like a business model because he is a businessman and he's running a company. But have some fucking compassion, man. Like, people are dying. 
And at the end of the day, you missing out on 249 is not the end of the world. I would argue that the end of the world is actually the pandemic that is wiping out people left and right. Mm-hmm. So you not being able to watch punch, punch box is like not, not relevant at all to the situation. You're bored. That's fine. But there is an archive of 248 other pay-per-views that you can watch. Imagine being Dana White bored. Or are you talking about the fans? Because Dana White, his ass is not bored. His house must be monstrous. He must have so many different things going on all day. And I'm sitting in my apartment. It's definitely fans that I mean, like, there are so yeah. many other things that you can go okay, back and watch. Too. And I'm sure you have not seen all of the events. And if you have, more power to you. But a, I would argue that a ton of fans, especially New Age fans that seem to be on Dana's dick the, the amount of times that I've seen it happen, have not seen every single UFC event. There's shit to be watching. I mean, I haven't seen every single one either. Like, that I don't, it just, I don't Mm -hmm. fucking know. But, y'all are fucking weird. Um, just, whatever. You know what would be fun? You guys want to see the fight so bad? Get fucking, uh, UFC 3 competition going on there (laughs) on PlayStation or whatever and go put Tony and Khabib. Have everybody that's Team Khabib fight as Khabib, and everybody that's Tony Ferguson fan fight as Tony Ferguson and duke it out. The players with the most, the teams with the most win, would be the winner. So there you go. That's a really good idea. But you know what? Like made me most uncomfortable about this situation. Why don't we sponsor it? Hold on. Let's oh God. Do it. <laughs> you don't win anything from us. Maybe you'll get a shirt from us or something. But. <laughs> We should have them put it on. They want it so bad. Put on the card. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think we're being kind of condescending, so I don't know if they'll actually do that for us. But I mean, it's a good idea if you're so bored. Run the fucking it's card. Yeah. But the most thing that was like really the most bothersome about this was they were going to do it on tribal land. Oh yeah, I saw that. That's he has no remorse. The What's gall- the person that feels nothing? A sociopath. Yes. Sociopaths are not um, likely to commit a crime. Those are more psychopaths. Um, so I don't know which one Dana really falls into. Like, can we prove that he's committed crimes? Maybe not, but I don't think he's above it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah. They're well, paying the girl that slobs on his knob more than the people that are risking their face reconstruction surgery. That's a bit of a crime, I think. <laughs> that should be a crime. He's whatever. Just, I don't know. He's egomaniacal. It's like weird. He's um, megalomaniac. Yes! Do you yeah. remember that song from Incubus? No. That's such a good song. It like When I want to rage, I have a rock playlist. And I haven't listened to it since this whole thing started. I think I'm going to listen to it. But Megalomaniac is on that. And it's such a good song. It's just, they made it about George Bush. Well, oh. a long ass time ago. Um, so it's just such an angry type song. And the angry music too. video. Yeah. The music video is kind of like, um, it's just like a cutout of George Bush. And they like, it's just all these things that. They say that he did and whatever and all the things he was part, whatever. It's just, uh, it's pretty cool. It's a very raging song. Well, I rage to it at least. <laughs> it's Dana. So yeah, Fight <laughs> Island. Fight Island also not happening. How? Fight Island should exist outside the pandemic because here, like, let's hear me out. Like, all he complains about, well, not all, he complains about it. For a billionaire, this man complains about so much, but whatever. I know. Um, He's always saying, like, how, like, the judges, the refs, like, Mm -hmm. the way things go down, like, uh, the rules and whatever he has to function. So, like, he should just make Fight Island it. That's it. It's it. He hires who he wants, Mm -hmm. how he wants it. Just do it after the pandemic, not during the fucking world crisis. The problem with that is we'd give him way too much power in that situation. Okay, well, he has it anyway, so... But, like, he would have way too much. There would be too much room for, like, shady shit, like, actual crimes. But also, if this were to happen during the pandemic, 
I would just laugh because they would get, there is no way that they would be able to fly back home. I don't know how, how does, I want to know. There is no way they would be able to leave the country, go to some island, and then fly back. Do you could like, somebody that's not hired by ESPN sit with him, please? I need to know his logic. Yeah. I'm sure that if they could find ways to actually let Fight Island happen, cool. But right now, just logically, with the way travel has been so not normal, I there's no conceivable way in my mind that they would actually let all of these fighters leave the country to go have such a non-essential event. And then fly home like it's nothing. There would be some issues there. So. not Definitely not during the pandemic. I don't think we need it. Like, why are you so addicted to sport that you cannot separate yourself from selfishness for I five think he seconds? Just has to, yeah, he's just trying to show he's like above. Yeah. everything else and right now he is learning that he is not but still trying to find a way to be above it Dana White got shut down by a house mouse hilarious <laughs> anyway nope. but like it's so stupid it's so stupid and it's really like disheartening to like sit on the outside and be like yeah this is a sport that I watch the powers that be are idiots and we need the government to step in and be like no you're not doing that. Ugh. Anyway, what else do we got? That's that's pretty much it for me right now. Um, did you see Let me think. Oh, Anthony Smith's home invasion. Did you see the video from the neighbor's ring or his ring or whichever one it was? That guy just screaming at the doorbell? Okay. Like that man lives nowhere near me. Where's Anthony Smith live? Oklahoma or something like that? Yeah. Um that was like really terrifying. Imagine hearing that. First of all, I get scared in the dark immediately. There is no saving me. I immediately get so scared. <laughs> so if I heard that in the middle of the night, that would, first of all, just seeing it freaked me the fuck out. Like that man is obviously on something. Yeah, he's not well. Uh, I didn't watch. Like, I haven't followed that story closely, but I did, like, crack some jokes. Like, imagine breaking into someone's house and it's a fucking UFC fighter. Imagine how terrible your luck has to be. But anyway, you're a shit, you're a shit bird. Don't do that. Like, um, don't break into people's houses. But I didn't, other than that, I haven't followed. So when that video popped up, I was like, oh my god. I really sat there and thought about it. I was like, Imagine you're laying in bed, your kids are asleep, you're sleeping next to your wife, and some dude is banging on your front door and ringing your doorbell and fucking and screaming. Like, yeah, and I feel like fighters, um, fight or flight is way different than my fight or flight. Yeah. So, like, imagine you're, like, in a chill mode and all of a sudden you jump, like, your anxieties, everything go from, like, calm nothing happening and then like holy shit there's some lunatic screaming in my house yeah jesus christ no i, I don't want to look up like the size of the guy because i heard a, a person said that there were two different things it was like one was that he was like five six a hundred and something pounds and then the other one was like he was like closer to six feet a little bigger but regardless the guy was on fucking drugs also, fun fact, witness testimony is like the most unreliable in cases anyway. So pretty much take everything for a grain of salt. Like sometimes they're right, but majority of the time you got to be prepared that the blue sedan that they saw was really a red pickup truck. Like, right. So, uh, and but people on drugs are just a whole different other entity. Yeah. Like they are. They cannot, they are not to be truffled with. (laughs) Truffled. They they will fuck you up. (laughs) And he was like saying that like the guy was like taking like his punches and shit. I'm like, that, that was, that was the PCP guy. That was the cocaine. That's what I was thinking. I was like, he is taking the punch and he still said he still had to use all his like weight to hold Mm -hmm. him down. I was like, this guy was on some 
serious drugs. Serious, serious, serious drugs. Insane. Insane. Um, what else have I seen on here? I, oh god, you know who's been like, it's just so weird. Uh, Connor's public plea to stay inside. Um, it's like he seems to be an advocate for like what the leaders want and staying inside and only going outside for essential business and all that stuff. And I don't know, isn't it so, it's just so fake to me how he is just coming off lately and I don't know why I don't know why I'm like boy shut your ass up and just stay in your multi-million dollar house like I just it's to me it's just so it's because he's a fucking millionaire and we're tired of millionaires telling us what to do yeah well not only that but like you can't tell the public and people to stay inside with your platform and then shit on a guy that stood home I don't know. It's just, everything's just so fake. And it's just like, just shut up about it. Just shut up. We know we have to stay home. If you don't know you have to stay home, well, you're a dickhead. Um, Yeah. You're living under a rock. I think too, a lot of it feels like he's trying to do some damage control during this pandemic. Like he's using this as like a, a crusade to say, I'm still a good person, even though I have such and such and such against me. And I think that's why it's, I feel like it's so fake. Yeah. Because it's just like, you could tell he's just, it doesn't feel genuine. <laughs> it doesn't yes. feel like any anything that he's saying is coming from a place where, like, he wrote that down and was like, "Yeah, I'm going to say it." Like someone else and it's is not like, only, right. "We should and use it's not this." Only, go ahead. It's like we should use this as like a point to be like, "You did some stupid things, but here's what you're doing right currently." Mm-hmm. And it's, and people I know get really annoyed by bringing up his past mistakes, but. Obviously, they haven't been rectified because these are still ongoing issues. So it's not like he's taken it. He's not taken responsibility for the stupid things that he's done. Just getting in trouble and having to do community service is not the same as acknowledging that you made a mistake. Punching other people that have gotten community service for things. Yeah. Punching an old man in the face in a bar. Not a good look. It's just not a good look. So people are gonna go back to that when you try and pile on good things that don't feel genuine you know like someone's gonna be like well you punch that guy in the face so which one of these is your true character here so i don't know i think he's gonna be trying to do things like this for a while now so that people forget that he's a dickhead i mean maybe i don't i mean I don't fucking know what I mean, but it's just really weird, and... He's just over it, which is fair. It's not only him. It's not only him with the fucking stay-at-home things. Mm-hmm. All these celebrities, they're putting... All of a sudden, everybody cares, and they're fucking putting out all these 10-second videos and all this mm-hmm. stuff, and it's just like, yo, we already know what to do. Shut the fuck up. Like, I don't also, give a fuck what you're saying. If, if you're not donating, donating money to to something, to research, to homeless people, to domestic violence survivors who are suffering right now, Assuredly, then I don't want to hear what you have to say. Like I, I don't. And people are that always brings out the people who like are millionaire apologists who are like, well, they don't have to do that. I mean, it's their money; they can choose what to do. You're absolutely right, but don't preach to me about being responsible, about being careful, about being finding ways to be happy and enjoying my time in my house because you're not helping me. You're not helping anyone. We see that you're living in your big ass house and you are fairly comfortable and that's fine. But I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. I don't. And I'm tired of seeing you throw it in my face on the internet because you don't get to go to set and make a movie that's going to make millions of dollars. Sorry. Don't care. Yeah, bizarre. Whatever. (sighs) <sighs> oh, someone I did feel sorry for this week. Rose Nama Yunus. May not be a big fan mm-hmm. of hers, but she lost two people to the coronavirus. Two people she was close to, I think. I mean, they were relatively close relatives of hers, so that's why she pulled out of the fight. And before we found that out, people were like, you know, calling her all kinds of names and shit because she pulls out of fights. I 
tend to not hate fighters in general when they pull out of fights because, I mean, what the fuck? Like, if they're not going to be at their best mentally in a position where they could, like, fight properly and with all of their attention on the fight, what's the point? Just to entertain me? Selfish standpoint to take. So, that. But, like, dealing with death? Awful. And I wish her all the best. Her and her family during this time. And if you're still being a dick about it, go to hell. Who's being a dick about that? I saw a ton of people on Twitter were like, oh well. But one tweet particularly stuck out to me. Someone was like, death certificates or she's lying? Oh, I think I saw that, yeah. You're a fucking idiot. What? And obviously it's not the majority of people who are acting that way. But to say that you would fight through a family death or to accuse someone of lying about someone dying in their family just to avoid punching another human being in the face for money? Who the fuck are you? Who are you? Who raised you? Because awful. Terrible. People suck. Um... One more thing, and then we're just going to wrap it up because I have nothing else to talk about. Um, ABC, Amanda Bobby fucking Cooper. I really don't like her. I just oh, never I have cared oh. about her. Don't give a shit. Um, she is a piece of shit. Um, so she posted this thing, you know, a cute little like, uh, like stab at Paige for mm-hmm. what her and her husband are doing. We've discussed this already whatever my problem with abc is that she tweeted under that um dick pics right that when she no that when she sees pictures of girls dressed like that and something happens she goes gee and then you wonder why it happened ah she did say that you asked for it some some shit like that you are you're a piece of shit why would you you blaming you're a fucking piece of shit i don't care for her i don't like her what was the last time she fought when dern put her to bed i believe was so. that the last time mm-hmm. like she's just so god her and macy barber remind me of one another so bad it's so annoying i know but yeah macy and these barber, tweets i mean always ABC. bring out the worst in people it's always comments co-signing the foolishness always oh so many all the men under Mm -hmm. it were hilarious all the men like yeah i see that too and yeah Mm -hmm. i see girls like shut the fuck up number one if you're married and looking at young girls like that you're a piece of trash Mm. number two even if you're just looking at women and touching them and doing what you're just disgusting you're disgusting just it's not it was an unnecessary tweet it was just so unnecessary for her to say something stupid like that not only was that slut shaming that was victim blaming Uh, yeah how many times do assault survivors hear that like oh well what are you were you wearing you were asking for it what yeah huh i mean there are certain things where i'm like well yeah that was inevitable but you never say that to someone you never go yeah, well, you were wearing that, therefore, it's your fault. Who raised you? Why do you say these things? And, like, her first tweet was very tongue-in-cheek, which, fine, people have been dragging Paige and her husband literally all month long. That tweet is different than going, well, you were half-naked, so you asked for it. No, that's not what that means. And right. they're not they're not mutually exclusive. Like, they don't have to be the same. And they don't happen or occur at the same time. I could be wearing a fucking turtleneck and get an inappropriate comment from someone. Was it because I was wearing a turtleneck? No, it's because that person was a piece of shit. So, she's strange. But also, speaking of other shitty people, I have been reading Am I the Asshole on Reddit religiously for like months now. But I figured, Mm -hmm. let me take a deep dive into these situations and... (laughs) <laughs> talk we talk about the most memorable ones oh so God, yeah i was reading and two really stuck out to me the first one this woman uh 
had a child with another man and then they broke up and she got married and she inherited like three other stepchildren. Her and her ex split time between, you know, taking care of their kid. He came into some money after they broke up, yada, yada, yada. So during this pandemic, he's not really seeing his kid, obviously. So he's been sending gifts over to his son. So the stepkids, of course, are envious of this. And that's fine. That's what kids do. They get jealous of things. She and her new husband make it a big hoopla. And they're like, oh, it's not really fair. They can't really afford these lavish things. They think that her ex is doing it to throw it in their face. So they essentially they make the situation about themselves and not the fact that this father is trying to bond with his son. He's like sending gifts that his son is obviously interested in, like one of like video games and stuff that he plays. And every time she mentions something that her son is interested in, it's whatever, or I don't know, who cares? So the big hoopla comes when her ex sends over an Amazon package. She intercepts this package, opens it, and then calls her ex and is like, this needs to stop. You're sending all of this stuff and it's not really fair that our other kids are not getting anything. And he fucking goes off. He's like, if I want to buy my son things, I can buy my son things. Yada, yada, yada. I work for my money. Um, you married someone who can't do that. That's not my fault. Which he's absolutely right. And the fact that he made it through that conversation, kudos to him. So she's at the bottom. She's like, am I the asshole for the way that I handled the situation? I think he was completely out of control. I was calm and he blew up at me. The general consensus, of course, is that she's an asshole. So that one was like, most of the people were like, dude, he is totally right. You cannot deter, like, you can't do that. She's like, all the stuff that he buys, he's supposed to keep over at his house for the kids. And that one was ridiculous. But that makes no sense. Why would you want to stop? a dad from pro- for from like providing for their kid exactly or like just making the kid happy like why would you not want your child's father to know that he's thinking about him or doing all these nice things even though they're not together what a mm-hmm. dickhead a and dick. like like he's showing interest in your child and you have a problem with it because you haven't parented your other children and explained to them that life is not fair Everyone was like, you're just, that's just lazy parenting to get mad at your, to punish your 10 year old child. Yeah, the kid is like 10. He's super young to punish them for being interested in things and for bonding with their, their parent. And it was just, I, that one, I couldn't understand how you can't see that you're being a dick in that situation. Yeah, that's just, she just has issues then if she doesn't see that she's the asshole. That's just so wrong on so many levels to do that to a kid. I mean, and the father. Yeah, why do you have to? And also, why does your husband have to be like the stereotypical shitty step parent? Why? Yeah, that shit's not fucking fun. She needs to like look at the situation. Jeez, what a dick. So that one was like, how can you not be the asshole in this situation? How is this in a way that you're not a dick? And then another one was this 19 year old girl. Um, posted that her family adopted this this kid when she was four. He was three at the time. Um, and he's always been like super clingy. Her parents, one line that really stuck out to me, she was like, my parents have been nothing but kind to him. Duh. That's what you're supposed to do when you adopt a kid. So anyway, she was like saying how she's like, basically she's just always resented him for being adopted. And she was on the phone, like, with her friends, and they were, like, in, he was in the room, and, like, the friend was, like, who's that guy? Is he your boyfriend? She's, like, ew, no. He's my brother, and he's adopted. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so. It sounds like a Full House episode. Yeah. She was, like, he's not my real brother. He's too different, and he doesn't look like us. And so then her brother, obviously, he didn't say anything. He was so hurt by that. He left the room. And, like, she continued her conversation. Later, her parents saw him crying, and they were like, oh, you need to apologize to your brother. And she was like, basically, she was asking Reddit if she was a dick and if she really did need to apologize to her brother, even though she didn't feel like she needed to. And then she left it that. And so then people were like, yeah, 
first of all, you are an asshole because who talks about that like that about your adopted sibling who's like, oh, he's not my real brother. And then she, but in like the comments, she had explained that like when he was three, he wasn't just taken from a home. His parents died. Oh. So she's a real ass wife. Yeah. And so she was like complaining that he's like really clingy. He likes to be around and stuff. And people were like, his parents died when he was three. Of course he's clingy. And, like, just throughout the comments, she was just trying to explain away what she did. And everyone was like, you're a fucking sociopath. You are a terrible human being. So, no, that's not nice. So, obviously, she was voted the asshole. And what do you think? Yeah, she's an asshole. <laughs> Who does that? That's so mean. I hate mean people. People that are purposely mean are freaking awful. Awful. If I could beat up all the mean people, I would. It's just, it was really, like, it was astounding to me because, like, how could you think that this would go over well with your parents, first of all? And how could you think to say that about someone who's been raised with you for 15 years? Yeah, that doesn't... These stories better be real, because if I'm getting angry over some bitch that just wants clout, I'm going to be pissed. (laughs) People are like, this can't be real. This cannot be a fucking a real thing. And then I was going through the I was going through the comments, of course. And it's really sad the amount of people who were commenting like, yeah, I'm adopted and this is the thing that I have heard. Like there's always that weird family member who makes the separation between being real and fake family members. Yeah. I was like, that is mortifying. That is terrible. And I was like, Yeah, I hope I hope that he, first of all, gets help for this, for his obvious abandonment issues, which are obviously justifiable. And you seek some sort of therapy for being an immature asswipe. It was terrible. And that is what I retained from Am I the Asshole. People really say stupid things. They fucking suck. And they wonder if they're still somehow not the asshole in that situation. How wouldn't you be? And that's what I I've just been think doing. That's them. Yeah, it's just them not wanting to do whatever, not wanting to see themselves. Yeah, but it, it it's like super illuminating, like the amount of like the way people will bend over backwards to like separate themselves from responsibility for their actions. But like, am I the asshole? That thread is like that subreddit is strange because it's full of people who are like that, and I'm like, I don't understand. How you well, can actually confused be- on if you're a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, I can't wait to hear about more of these. These things are going to be fun, I think. So, oh, my like, God. You have to pick, like, the most ridiculous one. I, I definitely will. Those were those two are, like, the more ridiculous ones. Um, There was another one about this, like, woman who married a guy. She called his his previous marriage a brief marriage. He had three kids with another woman. Anyway. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so apparently that was brief. Um, but she was, of course, married to this man for like 20 years until he died. Um, he had, he died, he, in his will, he left everything to her. She is asking, she was asking, like, would she be a dick if she cut out his three kids and didn't give anything from the estate to them and gave it all to her son? And everyone was like, yeah, you'd be a fucking dick if you did that. Like, you have no obligation to them, but he left everything to you thinking that like you would be fair in the end and split it all evenly amongst his so that was another one where i was like wow you took the evil step parent thing anything that comes with okay i'll tell you right now anything that comes with other children from different relationships automatic asshole Mm -hmm. anything that has to do with money automatic asshole like automatic there is no ins or outs or any way around it and in her explanation, she was like, oh, they were never really close. Like she, but it was, they, it was very contradictory because she was like, they were never close, but then they would come over and have tea and like hang out and do stuff like that. So that's more than most kids do. So it's not like they didn't try to see their dad. She was like, when they were younger, their mother poisoned their minds or whatever. That year, he's, he was still a grown ass man who chose to not be there during their childhood. The least you could do is split up the estate that he left you to split evenly amongst his children. 
Like, come on. That's awful. Yeah. It's a lot of people being purposely obtuse, so. I'll be sure to share, like, the ridiculously fun ones, but those three have been, like, really dark, and they've, like, stuck out to me. I was like, you people are fucking awful. Awful. Yeah, really. There are some awful people out there. Alright, don't be an asshole, don't be a dick, stay inside, and fucking listen to next week's episode. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Thanks for listening, y'all. Deuces.